tell you about a man that I have met. Hey, they call him Captain or Wizard. Don't forget. CJ Morgan's his I name, and he wanted to start a show. So we did. Now you're listening uh, to him on that dang old radio. Gentlemen, I have a problem, and it's also a legal problem. And it's because of uh, one of my silly little videos. My dumb, stupid YouTube videos. What? This is the third time I've potentially been in trouble Uh-oh. for a video I made. Uh, the first time, it was up on our website, 101x.com slash CJ. And someone was like, hey, I don't like you making fun of clients. Uh, sales manager told me this. Um, but Well, they told my supervisor, who then filtered it to and me. To you, okay. But a third party heard it, and they were pretty pissed. Because I made a fake lawyer billboard right. where I Photoshopped myself, and it goes, injured, good, F you. Right. It was just funny to me. <laughs> it's funny. That uh, is funny. And I, I did that years ago for when I was on a different station, but I redid it for the new station, blah, blah, blah. got me in trouble. Well, then... Jeez. I made a fake what commercial. Are they, the Elon Musk of uh, <laughs> ads? I guess so. Well, then I, I made this... What uh, is humor? I don't understand. I made this two years ago, and it's just a goof on the billboard and a goof on me using split screen to have two CJs. Every 14 seconds, someone gets hurt, and it's not their fault. Hospital bills pile up while you're out of work. What are you going to do? Hi, I'm CJ Morgan. Have you been injured in a car incident? Good. You. We don't care what happened. We want to. So get- I, I made a dumb commercial for Morgan and Morgan lawyers, and the whole thing is it's it's it involves cussing. But it's um, also the exact same commercial you did before that you already got told please take that down. You made the same commercial except now you parodied another no, lawyer's dude, office. I this was the original one I made. I'm not parody. I'm parodying all lawyers, but I made it so absurd. Now I here's where the problem is: is I put the radio station's phone number. Uh, and, but to me, it's so obviously a parody, and I, and I want you to listen to some of the things I say to call if if you've been injured by associates now, car wreck, insurance fraud, defective breastfeeding device, catboarding, scooter malfunction, taser play, backwoods gambling, butt stuff, backwoods gambling, butt stuff, running man syndrome, naked air guitar, your like all of it's fake, right? Now, here's the problem is I've been getting phone calls in the studio, and someone's like, uh, I'm like, uh, 101X, it's a CJ Morgan show. And they're like, yeah, man, I got in a wreck and blah, blah. It's been happening a lot. He's like, look, man, the butt stuff is kind of didn't work out. Or <laughs> it's been I happening need some help. <laughs> way more than it should, and it makes me nervous because it's obviously a fake lawyer commercial, and I don't want to delete it from YouTube because it's got a lot of views. Well, just leave it. Well, but I, I'm nervous because I, it's people think it's real. And let me tell you the coup de grace of it all that I just found out and why I might be in trouble. Uh, I'm going to just Google really quick Morgan and Morgan Law. Let's oh, there's see. actually a Morgan and oh, Morgan Law? Morgan and Morgan. Mm. There is one. Mm. It exists. Mm. Uh, and guess where you they are located? Oh. Where's their principal office? No, in the Texas? Texas? Congress Street, Austin, Texas. <laughs> no. It's not good. Um, hey, good thing there's parody law. I mean... That no one cares about. Dude. Including lawyers. You, well, I will give you... Okay, are you ready for this? Yeah. A $100 reward if you do this. I'm changing wait, it. Wait, listen to... Okay, can, okay. You, can you just listen to me for one second? Yes. $100 reward if somebody from their office calls you and you say, hey... It's par. It's it's a parody. Are you familiar with parodies? Yeah. And when they say, "Huh," go. 
Or are you familiar with a pair of these nuts on your chin and then hang up on them? I'll give you $100 for that. you got to record it. You know what? That's really funny. That's a good idea. I'm deleting it now, and I'm making my new one. Uh, don't worry. I'm, 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 I'm serious because here's the problem is that you think it's funny to do this sort of stuff, but let me tell you something about law and lawyers. Uh, oh, God. Y- you can spend tens of thousands of dollars fighting a case and it not even go to court the 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 settlement completely be like oh yeah they're they're frivolous you can be a what am I trying to say? You can be a friv- frivolously frivolous. Oh, man, thank God you're not a lawyer, right? Well, yeah. Hey. Well, yeah. Uh, <laughs> lazy damage and dirty. There's no way my client basically could, 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 could kill nobody. Lawsuits can be used as intimidation tactics because sure. even if there's no base in it, oh, or even if you're in the right, who you can gonna intimidate? I you, like this. If you get a good lawyer, they can. You can told. This is what a lot of cults do. They'll sue people and they'll be like, yeah, they. If the case was dropped, it could still cost you fifty thousand dollars just to get it like dropped. Not even get appear. yourself sued by them, and then when For the judge saying, when the judge goes, when the judge goes, uh, uh, Morgan, then both of you go yes. yes? <laughs> Happy Singles Day. Today's the greatest for all the singles out there because we celebrate National Singles Day. Congrats Is this the day we celebrate the $1 bills we take to the strip club? <laughs> As you should. Precisely. You know, I don't think $1 bills are a thing anymore. I think you got to do fives and tens. Oh. Yeah, inflation, man. It's tough. Look, no wonder up. I keep getting slapped. Uh, yeah, I'll those da- some- dances aren't 20. They're 30 or 40. I'll Not that I would know. Uh, <laughs> Boy, you stopped yourself in a hurry on that I one. I don't know, um, because they really like me for me. Anyhow, it's uh, National Singles Day, where you celebrate all the people that are single out there and and didn't have to do all this Thanksgiving stuff. And or, I'm sorry. Thanksgiving. <laughs> Valentine's Day. Yeah, I, see, Thanks, I do it all the time. Thanksgiving is when cupping season starts. Yeah. Uh, cupping season, and now it's over. And now the singles can get out there, celebrate, get in summer, get in late. But I was looking at some of my On This Day Facebook posts, and I was like, man, I used to, some of my single days, I was a little, I was a little bitchy. I was a little sad. So, yeah, Wait, man. Some of your yeah. single days you were bitchy and sad. Yeah, I was. Man, being alone sucks. It, it sometimes does. Sometimes when people get in relationships, they really change, but you haven't. <laughs> you can still be a little bit of a moody schmoody. You're right. I, I can. <laughs> but also what I was kind of bummed about is looking at my on this day posts. I had two in particular. One was like, I'm really sad I can't go out and take someone to do something nice. Miles is sick and I'm stuck at home and I don't have a car. And I had, I had like a I don't delete posts, but I'll make them private. So after I felt embarrassed that I drunkenly posted something dumb. What's funny is I can absolutely tell what era you were in by your drunken, sad posts. I was like, okay, that was during the miles. That would have been about a year and a half before miles uh, finally uh, succumbed to his illness. You know what I mean? Like, I know exactly where you are. By where my crippled dog was. Well, the thing is, here's what makes me upset. Is that looking back at the comments, I didn't realize it then, maybe because I thought I was being catfished or I was too sad, but there were a lot of people like, oh, I'll come over and hang with you. Hey, I'll bring food. I'll bring. There were a lot of girls commenting on that right. post. Yeah. And then I had one from a year later where I was like, hey, ladies, I hope someone took you out to eat something, opened your door for you, told you you're pretty, and ate your butt. And then a lot of ladies in that thing were like, no one did that to me. No one did that to me. And I was like, why? So I, I want to reach back in time and go, CJ. 
Why didn't you reply and say, I will? <laughs> you know? Like, you're, it's getting thrown at you, and you do nothing. It, it's hey, hard man. to see when you're mopey and sad, it's, I yeah, guess. It's hard to think outside of the mood that you're in a lot yeah. of times, especially when it's heavy. Well, heavy is probably a lot of the listener ladies that were oh, responding. Come on, man. That's wow. Come on, man. I ain't got a problem man. with that. Come on. Come on, man. I'll go mudding. So today is technically Singles Awareness Day. Every February 15th, of course, after Valentine's Day, uh, we celebrate Singles Awareness Day to remind us that there's nothing wrong with being single. Nothing at all. Nothing at all, especially the day after Valentine's Day. And nothing it makes you feel like you're more okay than in a whole day dedicated to there's nothing wrong with you. And it's after the day about love. I think uh, Facebook makes everyone very aware of who's single well, and does on these days. Yeah. I think a lot of cultures really, obviously, we need to have kids to keep, you know, get people in the military and workforce and all that. Yeah, all, the, yeah. all, the, all the stupid technical stuff, but also, you know. Well, you know what I used to do? <laughs> it's just, I, it feels bad sometimes when even society with, at large is like, ooh. I would still treat myself when I was alone. I don't know, Spencer. You were you were alone yesterday. Did you did you do anything nice for yourself? Yeah, did you take I, a bubble bath? I actually did. I went to H E B and didn't get heart shaped steak. A ton of sweets. No, I actually made myself some tostadas, beef yeah. tostadas. Ooh. I got a little refried beans. That's some a beef. good treat. I saw a nice picture though. I saw you did go out uh, for dinner. He took uh, he took one gym sock out for dinner last night. Oh, yeah, well yeah. done. Great picture of him sitting well, across the table from his sock. <laughs> smiling at the camera, the two of them gave Look, it a I gotta, flower. I gotta treat my, my. I don't even know what to call her. I'll you know what? Do, We're do not well. that serious. But. Yeah, that's okay. It's it's a day to do it. You guys want to know how to observe Singles Awareness Day? Yeah, we're looking at you <laughs> right now. We're doing it. We are observing you, dude. Yeah. You're acknowledging me? Yeah, we, we observe you. And I feel so seen. We observe you. We, hey, have, the, we, we just have, have the suicide hotline number yeah. memorized. And we're here to remind you that we're, you're okay. Yeah, we're, there's nothing well, wrong with you. This list here says you can celebrate your singleness, and I don't know what that means. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm alone. Yeah. yeah. Well, uh, you just you did the hand motion for sure right there. The, the, you know, there's the official song of Singles Day. It's just the beginning of Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Well, actually, I, I would say that's the beginning of it. But uh, oh, here, do you have the end? Yeah. Hey guys, in this room, I'm the worst, and you're the best. It's time for parent pickup. You heard it here first, right from the donkey's mouth, because you're an ass. Uh, you're the worst for the best. Thank you, Matt. Yeah, congratulations. Uh, some modern philosophers have come out. and uh, Jordan some, Peterson? Uh, no, some other guy who I don't really know. And a group of other folks who are saying that when it comes to the future of the earth and what have you, that any of those of us who are choosing to have children, are the, we're the worst. Yeah, sure. Yeah, <laughs> because there's way too many uh, humans already. Do you drive a, uh, an electric car? Uh, no, because I don't want Wait, to... I didn't ask you I don't for want to use I, asked you, I asked you a yes or no question. Do no. you do you travel excessively in airplanes? No. Uh, do you uh, recycle? Uh, yeah. doesn't matter. You can do oh, all... The, it, you cannot uh, make up for... No matter how many good things you think you're doing, you can't make up for the fact that I had children. Is it a diaper thing? No, diaper waste. No, it's or literally something. just making another human because of what we use in our lifetime. Hmm. One human will you will create way more metric tons of carbon dioxide. Will you say than, human cars will when you're talking like it in this way? Okay, sure. Okay, yeah, in the third person. Thank yeah. you. Anyhow, uh, yeah, humans consume quite a bit. We're a plague on this uh, very earth. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think that that is uh, a plague. I, I don't know if I fully agree with the word plague. 
Um, but we certainly have uh, things that Humans we use. Humans are and a we, virus. Sorry, we create byproducts from just living. So uh, there's a couple of philosophers who have come out and said, listen, here's the deal. And some of the people, it's going to be, it might be a hard pill for folks to swallow, but um, if you have, if you're doing things to that you see yourself as like helping the environment, like I do these things and I recycle and I do this other thing, I'm a good person. They say as long as you have a kid, um, you can't ever tell yourself you're a good person. Um, you cannot no. make a meaningful difference in the world as far as uh, uh, um, adding to CO2. But what if you get your kid like an electric car and get them in the recycling <laughs> game? And it doesn't matter. That's what you're not hearing what I'm saying. So here's the deal. What if your kid becomes a serial killer? <laughs> <laughs> reduce that's, the uh, reduce the imprint. <laughs> that's dark, man. That's dumb, no. Dark. Let me explain what happens. Okay. If you, if I get a fuel efficient car or I get a uh, a battery operated an EV vehicle, I will save around 148 metric tons of CO2 equivalent. Okay. However, just living my life, I create about 10,000 metric tons mm. of CO2. That's a lot. So of the fact that I've had farts. two children, that means I've created 20,000 metric tons of CO2 equivalent, so it doesn't matter how many electric cars I get, I cannot make up for the fact that I have had kids. It's fun because I'm, I was reading this, and then there's people allowed to comment on it, and people are like, well, that's fun, but this, this is ridiculous what these people are suggesting. Well, our, our population will actually go backward. That's kind of what they're saying. They're oh, saying, look, yeah. for the most helpful thing to do, for if you want to reduce CO2 emissions, would be for the, for the population to shrink. Um, you're getting you can, into some dangerous territory, though. I know, but I thought it would be really fun and a really nice hot take to come well, out on Parent Pickup and go, hey, every one of you that has kids, yeah, it's you're bad, a bad person. But you should I liked, I liked, I like shaking the tree a little bit. You should have came out and said this on Valentine's Day and told them to wear a condom. <laughs> uh, <laughs> or give it up for Len, you know. <laughs> that's, that's, what, that's what you should have been um, telling people. Now it's too late. Fingers crossed, if we're lucky, climate change will hopefully take care of a lot of these humans. Uh, maybe. Yeah, I mean, big old earthquake swallow uh, us up. Listen, like we all learned in Blade Runner, if you, if the human race is to continue, we're going to need to expand into outer space, but we can't do it with clones because you can never clone enough people mm. to continue colonization of the solar system. You actually need people who can breed and produce yeah. children, which clones can't. Now, remember, all of this are these are papers and research done by ethicists, and even ethicists say it's not our job to tell people how to live. We just tell you the hard facts that maybe you sometimes do and do not want to hear. Yeah. But, yeah, but what we have learned is that you do create a whole lot of hmm. pollution just by living. They say uh, that our estimates, they're at best imprecise. They're also saying, look, we're not saying stop having kids. But they are saying you may want to consider each time you're having an extra kid, you are adding a burden uh, to the future. And um, this gives a lot of husbands a chance to well, tell the wife after the first kid, no, we're not having the second. Yes, we're not having the goddamn <laughs> second. It's not just a financial thing, honey. We need to save, save the world. The earth. <laughs> now, I will say multiple of, well, of these bioethicists are arguing in fa favor of having a small family. They have stopped short of saying exactly how many kids you should have. They're just saying you should have a small family, whatever that means to you, but it is funny to go through the comment threads in here and see how triggered people have gotten these. Even though nobody in here is saying you're a bad person, I'm yeah. saying it because I want to. I want to rattle people. <laughs> yeah. But these bioethicists are saying like we're not calling anybody a bad oh, person. Man. It's Everyone. literally our job to research and then write papers, and that's it. And now uh, let's let's take a quick listen to the philosopher Matt was listening to. Move to an area and you multiply. 
multiply until every natural resource is consumed. And the only way you can survive is to spread to another area. There is another organism on this planet that follows the same pattern. Do you know what it is? A virus. Matt, you a big fan of Vampire Weekend? Uh, actually, I am. Saw them uh, once live with about 17 other people. Um, they hadn't really actually way back a, in the day. Yeah, yeah, hadn't actually cool. become a band yet. Well, then you should uh, do pretty good at this. It's Vampire Weekend trivia. Uh, Matt, I did design it, not knowing how well you listened or knew the band. So the answer to the questions I'm going to ask you, which is just going to be a single phrase, uh, is either going to be Vampire Weekend or both. Sounds so great. Three total answers. Uh, let's start. Here goes number one for Vampire Weekend tickets. Matt playing on behalf of a listener, Eric Northman. Vampire. Absolutely correct. Eric Northman from True Blood, oh. uh, played by the good-looking Skarsgård. Oh. Seemed rude. October 24th. Oh, weekend. Incorrect. <gasps> uh, that is Vampire. Why? October 24th is Lilith Day, and Ooh. it does not fall on a weekend this year, so... What is Lilith doing? Uh, Lilith is the goddess of the vampires. She oh. apparently created them all. Uh, I forgot. So that. one down. Uh. That's okay. Abel Tesfe. Okay, that sounds like a vampire name, right? Abel Tesfe does sound, but I know how his brain works, and I'm trying to think. Like, did he rearrange letters? We need an answer. I'll go weekend. Uh, correct. That is the weekend's real name. Okay. Uh, the artist, uh, the weekend. Well done. <laughs> I forgot. February 16th, 1990. Oof. February 16th, 1990. Uh, I believe that was the release date for Interview with a Vampire. I'll go Vampire. No, oh, it should have been both. No, no, it was released quite, on a weekend. Uh, that's the weekend's birthday, so oh. the weekend <laughs> would be the, uh, the correct answer. Um, I went, did, did it, Spencer? Did it at least sound like I knew what I was talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sounded okay. pretty good, didn't it? Would have convinced me, man. Um, Sambata. Oof. Oh, that's what I want when I've got to only toast, and I ask you to pass. Sambata. Yeah. What is Sambata? <laughs> that shouldn't have made me laugh. It shouldn't have, but it did, didn't Jeez. it? Um, I'm going to go with uh, a Weekend. You know, you're correct in a way, but it's both. It is Saturday in Romanian. Mm. We all know Romania is where vampires are. That's, That's not point. true. Yeah, so. that is, in fact, most Romanians say we do not like that reputation. They don't. They absolutely hate well, it just because there's either. a little province called Wallachia, Germany, which is where yeah. Vlad the Impaler. Germany really hates that the Nazis came from there. It, you know, it doesn't really matter, does it? Yeah. They came from there. Um, a punk. That's a Vampire Weekend album. So it would be Vampire Weekend? Yeah, it's both. It's yeah, both, yeah, yeah, actually. Yeah, yeah. Good job. <laughs> good job well, man. Uh, Matt, I think you've got enough uh, to win it if you get this last one correct. Oh, man. So I here fingers we go. crossed. I'm hoping. I'm playing for somebody on the line, right? Yeah, absolutely. That's what makes All this right, more let's devastating. Let's make this happen. 126, Oof. 153, 688, 1395. What are those? Those are all sequence of numbers. Years oh. that vampires 
were born. I'll go vampire. Okay, vampire is correct. But I, they, uh, I, I just Googled vampire number, and it said, these are the vampire prime numbers. So <laughs> what does that mean? I don't know what it means, but uh, Matt, you are correct. Vampire Weekend tickets. Congratulations. Uh, remember, if you didn't win Vampire Weekend tickets right away, you'll have more chances. Uh, if you're a podcast listener, CJ Morgan Show, search it, find it. We have extra super secret chances just for you to win by subscribing and listening there. Uh, Moody Amphitheater, April 8th, during the eclipse, Vampire Weekend. Details 101x.com. All right, podcast listener, let's give away some Vampire Weekend tickets. Your podcast exclusive text code is Meat Rice. Text Meat Rice, two words, to 512-835-1015, and we will register podcast listeners only for Vampire Weekend tickets. Hey, good luck. Thanks for listening. I did something uh, a little different for the Super Bowl this year, and I documented it, as a matter of fact. But uh, mm. I, Spencer, did you know I hung out with Matt on Super Bowl Sunday? Oh, uh, no. I did, Matt. Uh, tell, tell Spenny the story, how we hung out together. Uh, Matt had a Super Bowl party, and I went to it. Were you invited? No. Oh. Sucks to be you. Wait, well, you weren't right. invited either, were you? Yeah, I was. When you say you want me to tell a story, you want to get out of my wife so I can tell it? Sure, go ahead. <laughs> let, let Spinny know what happened. My wife uh, had some friends. Uh, friends they are we... our friends. I, my wife keeps reminding me. And uh, our friends were coming over, but they have a baby, so they couldn't stay for the Super Bowl. So we were just going to have Super Bowl snacks early in the afternoon. Huh. And then just as the Super Bowl was about to start and they were packing up, suddenly one of my kids goes, I think Mr. CJ's in the front yard, and uh, sure enough, there he was just standing there, and I was like, what is he doing? It turns out he was going to a Super Bowl party that happened to be just a few houses down from mine. But wow, I thought it'd be okay. funny to stop it at Matt's, and also anytime Damn, I show dude. up at Matt's unannounced, I, I stand in the yard so he can see me through the big right. front window. He does, just, I love he just leers through the window at me. <laughs> yeah. But I'm glad you don't know where I live. Okay. <laughs> good, good point. Uh, so, don't scare me, dude. <laughs> uh, I had some friends from Australia host a Super Bowl party. They just had another kid. They just moved into a new house, and I was like, how do Australians know to have a Super Bowl party? Because because my friend Rob's always like, I thought you guys said these Cowboys were pretty good. Kind of seems like every year he's like, Cowboys don't really seem that good, right? Like they, they always seem to be losing when they're supposed to win. And, like, and you're shut like, shut up, Rob. <laughs> it's very frustrating because he's very sardonic. And Sorry that happened to you. Rude. Yeah. Anyhow. Well, it's the Cowboys fault. Uh, I went to my Australian friend's Super Bowl party and I was kind of cracking jokes about it. But I was like, you know what? I'm actually going to document this. I'm going to do what the kids do and make one of them ticky tacks oh, of right. it. Uh, and oh. I put it up, 101x.com slash CJ, and I thought, do, do y'all want to see my experience at their Super Bowl party? I would yeah. love to see the your experience at their Super Bowl party. All right, here we go. Here's my TikTok uh, hanging out at my Australian friend's Super Bowl party. So I went to a Super Bowl party hosted by my Australian friends. Here's how it went. My first stop was at the snack table. They had Vegemite crackers, spaghetti on toast. There was also hot dogs with tomato and butter known as fritz and sauce. They didn't have any utensils, just a bunch of giant knives. I was also disappointed that the cooler was stocked with something called Victoria Bitter and bags of wine instead of Foster's. I went outside to check on the grill, but instead of shrimp, they were just using it to burn trash. Honestly, I wanted to go back inside because they had like 19 dogs and pretty sure they were feral. The big screen TV was much smaller than I thought. They didn't have cable, so we watched old VHS tapes of Australian rules football. We couldn't use the bathroom because someone murdered a brown snake on the dunny. Not sure what that means. After the game, our host brought out something called the sniffy rag and things really got popping. All in all, I had a good time because even though Australians throw 
parties, they know how to have fun. All right, there you go. That's my recap of uh, going to my Australian Friends Super Bowl party. Not bad. I actually yeah. like that. It was stupid enough to for me to enjoy. And uh, most importantly, I kept it at exactly one minute, which wow. the internet now likes again. Internet loves uh, it. It's about the amount of time that they could tolerate you, or they made you leave. Or? <laughs> yeah, um, hey, about it. Uh, I really get to do jokes. Hey, I did. Uh, I did text them last night after I had already made the video. Uh, my fiance is like, you should talk to him before. Why? Uh, well, because they wait, just, this isn't real. They we did we, you just lie to me? I didn't want them to think <laughs> that I did this because their house sucked, which it doesn't. And you know, I oh no, I just I didn't want him to start feeling bad and being like, wait, wait, oh, wait. CJ, are we going to start using this show to concern ourselves with other people's feelings? Yeah. You know what? Screw them. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Their, their house. Uh, they, they had Vegemite. It sucked. They're yeah. also the offspring of criminals. We know that for a fact. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, I did leave out a few Australian cliches, meat pies and, and some other things, but I, I thought I, I got most of them, but also was really just tra- channeling more white trash like Texan. Well, that's how we anything. get along. The t- burning the trash in the barrel, yeah. yeah well, when yeah. the dingoes came out, that made me... <laughs> Hold my, uh, hold my laugh. So I didn't. pulling back the curtain of that uh, behind the scenes when I was burning that trash, I was a little worried about that because you'll notice I was wearing a bandolero of shotgun shells. <laughs> and when, when you're pour- one stray spark, yeah, yeah. When you're when you're pouring, oh, no. uh, you know, lighter fluid onto an open flame, and you're wearing a bandolero, not very good. Kind of kind of scary and dangerous, but it worked out. And you can see our TikTok one hundred and one slash CJ. And I'm very sorry to any Australians who were hurt out there in the making of this. But you know what? You get to live here now, and we're about to close the borders, so you got lucky. Found the number one way to make money if you live in Austin. We all know the city's become more and more expensive because it's desirable. It's a place to live. Uh, There are people moving here in mass. Uh, It's Mm -hmm. it's driving the price of everything up. And, you know, that's... That's part of being a growing major metropolis area. Yes. It's going to happen. Uh, but I found a way uh, to live in Austin and actually make not just enough to keep your head above water, but to be the richest guy in Austin or, or girl, gal, okay. person, whatever you want to be. You can be human. the richest. And here's the way to be the richest human in Austin. And as a matter of fact, if you go back to being interested in politics in this city, you can go back to the 80s, and and these people are the richest, and that job is consultant. Oh, yeah, it's a good place to be. you are a consultant, the city of Austin loves to throw money at you, and just yesterday they approved some items on the agenda that smell to me like consultant. Let's start with this. Uh, They have approved funding for climate change efforts. Okay, wait, hang on. They've approved funding for climate change efforts. Okay, I'm I'm kind of Are we looking to reduce our our carbon footprint here by the city? Well, let's uh, let's read the uh, bullet points of what the vote does. Okay. By voting to approve funding for the climate change whatever, uh, it reaffirms the city's commitment to the Austin Climate Equity Plan. It kickstarts the community input process. It prepares options and costs associated with major major changes to achieve Austin's goals and bring recommendations back to the full council this summer. Okay, so it doesn't so do does anything. So does that vote do anything? I don't think it, it prepares, no. it kickstarts. I don't know that, that it does. And, and, and who's going to bring stuff back to the Austin this summer? <laughs> this just sounds nice outside if you don't read the whole thing. A consultant. <laughs> I don't know. Dude. I mean, 
I had a hot minute where I was trying to pay attention to city politics, and yeah, you were going to be uh, you were going to run for mayor earlier I this week. I still might run for mayor. We're oh. gonna we're gonna hash that out at Ooh, the end of this. Uh, if you do any running, it's going to destroy the sidewalks in the city. <laughs> uh, well, luckily they can most of the running you do is in your pants, it, right? Here's, <laughs> shut up, right? Here's the deal: if I get elected mayor, I, I will have people carry me around on a litter. You know, like, like, how can you get elected mayor when somebody will just play back this show and they'll be like, the, every five minutes he's you going, and then I took out my big old flop, 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 They're going to be like, hey, he says what he means. Guys. He really says guys, what he means. We have He says proven, what everyone's thinking. <laughs> we have proven nuttos that have been elected and appointed to places in Austin. They don't, it's all about, it doesn't matter what they say about you on the internet. If you have money backing you, you'll be fine. Do you remember when the city approved a study by some consultants where they were looking into the idea of adding not a monorail, yeah, not, monorail. not a train, <laughs> oh but a sky tram. They were going to basically yeah. do like a, a ski gon- lift. A gondola. A gondola. Yeah, they were going to do awesome. a, yeah. a ski lift from South Austin to downtown. To that be fair. Cool, actually, but lame at the same time. At least on in the city of Austin's defense, I think they shot that down pretty quick. Stop but with the in the defense. There, there was money spent hey, on, hey, he's trying to be should, a politician. We, <laughs> should we put a ski lift from South Austin to downtown? Yeah. Now, don't <laughs> get me wrong. Had they every day off, you would have found my ass sitting on that thing, yeah. listening to my earbuds, having like I got no problem. Yeah. How fast do gondolas go? It's going to take the same amount of time to drive from South Austin, right? I know. God, and <laughs> at least you're not driving. Just all this money, the city of Austin, and there are so many people today. Like Sixteenth Street's dangerous. Austin's not what it used to be. Guess what? There's always been fights and drunks on Sixth Street, and Austin's <laughs> always not been what it used to be. The only thing that's consistent is spending money on consultants. And let me read this next thing that's been approved. Uh, Using artificial intelligence. Approved. (laughs) A council member introduced a resolution that asked the city manager to create clear guidelines and expectations for how the city uses artificial intelligence. Uh, Basically, what they want is uh, to know protocols regarding how we're going to use AI, how that's going to play out, and to really look in how the city of Austin uses newer technology and workflows in the city process. Now, mm. quick question about that, because that, that sounds like money right there. Have you been to the city of Austin's website? <laughs> it is still front page 95. Like, am I going to trust <laughs> you guys to spend money when you haven't hired an IT? Like, oh, no. I, can, I can go to Squarespace or WordPress and build the city of Austin a better website than what they have now. I don't get it. <laughs> Dear AI, please let us know where we should start spending our tax dollars. Mm, you should build a gondola. <laughs> Did you know? Students at Oberlin College actually have pretty nice dorm rooms. Oh. Yeah, if you go somewhere else, you might see a Scarface poster, a couple of uh, empty liquor bottles on top of the cabinets. Not at Oberlin College. Did you know? Students at Oberlin can rent original paintings by Picasso, Monet, and Dali, amongst others, to hang in their dorm rooms for five dollars per semester. I'm uh, I'm guessing Oberlin's a not easy to get into school. It is a not easy and to get into. Maybe you gotta have parents who are known. It's uh well, you also have to be very, very, very smart. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Smart enough to. Let them lend you. Uh, I mean, I, they're probably not the best Picassos and Monets, but still, it didn't yeah. say original. 
It, uh, it just, it's no, still, no, it says original. You oh, can I, rent original paintings. I wanted it just to be like a poster. It's still just a poster. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. A, yeah. a frame on it. Just, which you is, idiot smart kids. You think you're smart. You just rented a poster for $5. You could have bought the poster for $5. Not a bad idea. A I, would, I would take it out of the frame and see if there's anything hidden in the back of it. But that's Everybody why Everybody's ever rented it. it just writes something dirty on the yeah. back oh, of it. That would be such a cool way there to pass around the dorms. Like yeah. an old VHS porno that I found in uh, yeah. Texas State. You just slid it into another door when we left. It's in their own D at some point. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. I put the P in Picasso. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you know, Matt? Uh, did you know? Five days after Hitler committed suicide, German Ooh. troops fought alongside American troops to defend Eiter Castle against Himmler's SS. Okay, good job. Yeah, they were tired of fighting. Didn't want yeah. to anymore. If you want to ask me point. any questions about what that sentence meant, I can't give you the answers. Remember, uh, we just give you the facts here. We don't explain them. <laughs> just the facts. Spencer, what do you know? Uh, did you know the Mariner 1 probe, which was meant to be sent to orbit Venus, uh, got stuck in your anus. There we go. Hey. <laughs> anyway, it was meant to be launched to uh, go orbit Venus, which is a planet that's pretty close by. But it failed because of a missing hyphen in the line of code, making it the most expensive typo in the history of the world. Well done. We got another wild. All the math that they need to do to just just do something in space. One little mess up. And uh, speaking of computer screw-ups, don't know what caused this, but it was certainly a computer error. They know that. Did you know? Uh, Back in 2012, this is one of my favorite viral videos, uh, a San Diego 4th of July celebration had 18 minutes worth of an amazing firework display, coordinated, of course, to music on your local NPR station. Uh, the the computer error caused all the fireworks to go off at once. Hell yeah. And huh. it was, <laughs> oh, no. the video is not only great because it is insane, yeah. but the massive fireball that erupted, people, they're on this lawn overlooking the bay. Oh, dude, where, I think I've seen this. Where I guess the fireworks are kind of out on like a barge or across like this little narrow yeah. chunk of water. They're all rigged up and ready to go. It got so big and so heated that people realized something was wrong and then started to like, oh, uh, then had to start slowly running away. <laughs> I just realized, did you say San Francisco? Uh, San Diego. San Diego. San Diego, yeah. Somehow my brain heard San Antonio and I was like, I've literally been sitting here going, the bay? There's a bay in San Antonio? Yeah, it's that bend Where's in the, the bay in San Antonio? Bend in the river walk where... Uh, <laughs> where uh, Ripley's or yeah, the realize, Hard Rock Cafe is at. Yeah, do you realize if they blew up all the fireworks at once in San Antonio, how stoked San Antonio would be? It would be... Well, I mean, that happens every... That happens from the 28th of June to the 10th of July, New Year's Day. But it, it, I think if every San Antonio's fireworks went off at once, it would be worse than the Yellowstone Caldera exploding. <laughs> Just the the pure amount of firepower they have. I gotta get to the city of San Antonio. It is great too. We when you, you when you look at the news videos that like KSAT has of like celebrating the new year and it's just like blah, 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 the whole city <laughs> the whole city's nuts. <laughs> they love their fireworks in San Antonio. Do you know that? They do. And that's just when the Spurs win a midseason <laughs> game. That's it. Mindiana <laughs> gets a double double. Hey guys, this rice is meaty. Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Is it weird or is it wired? Meaty rice. 
Uh, I was sticky rice with some pork like in it. It's like pork jerky and it's gooey. Oh, that sounds good. Ooh, that sounds good. No, it's going to bring up something else. You know, I was talking earlier during parent pickup about uh, the stresses that we as humans put on uh, the earth as well. And we're always looking for ways because we know there comes a tipping point and will we be able to grow enough food for humanity humanity is growing at such a fast rate now yeah. how do we try to you know stave off starvation and um they're looking for ways to like grow you know we, we've seen where they try to grow meat yeah right in labs and stuff yeah uh, it has to be grown on these graphene kind of it, it's complicated it's crazy it's wild. Uh, and the, the, some of the, some People started looking at something like rice. Rice is already a very nutritious grain, as is. It contains protein, a lot of starch, uh, yeah. very little fats, but it has. A, it's a pretty rich food. So you think, well, if there's they're a way- saying that's why. Sorry to interrupt uh, with my half-ass history, but they're saying that's why a lot of Western cultures developed. Or I'm sorry, a lot of uh, Eastern cultures like. If you're going to have a fat, can you at least have it somewhere near the front of your head? Well, I, I was can, a lot of cultures in Europe and uh, Indochina and whatnot developed faster and ahead of the Americas and South America because their because stable was corn. Over there, it was rice. They also had more animals. It also took them longer to migrate down through the land barrier or something like that. I don't know, man. It's right. probably some dude. The geography was a bit different. It was harder to sort of spread about in the Americas. But yeah, I think that's where you're talking about and maybe right. corn instead of rice sure. that was that was a big thing corn wasn't as uh good for your tummy <laughs> <laughs> you don't even digest it all right <laughs> yeah <laughs> well there you go Thank uh, you. get it in your poop some folks have said hey we would be better off if we could find a way to grow and rely on more rice but uh, leave it to a couple scientists to actually just close the gap and say here's what we're going to do turns out that rice is very porous each grain it's almost like it is a lattice work underneath a microscope. And a lattice So you work, could fit your dinger in there. You found something to have sex with. And a lattice um, work is what you need that. to grow this fake meat. So guess what the scientists are doing now? Rice meat. They are growing artificial meat inside of rice. The rice Whoa. the resultant rice has a pink hue and it's not technically meat. And it's not technically rice. But it's got those little proteins. It's of- mice or it's reet. I don't know how mm. what you call it. It is delicious, a super <laughs> enriched rice that has a, high, a slightly higher protein content and a slightly higher fat content and slightly higher carbohydrate. Con- it's, it's a more nutritious rice. And technically, you can be a vegan or a vegetarian and still eat it because you're not technically eating you're an eating. animal, though you are eating... <sighs> What is technically actually meat, Ew. except it never grew in an animal or on an animal. It only grew in rice. You know what's great about this, too, is our favorite thing. If you've ever ordered takeout, your favorite thing that you love to eat is always the the pink rice at the bottom of the uh, tray of of General So's fried chicken, like you don't even care about that. You care about the the little rice and the meat that yeah. soaked into it. That's you. No one ever You're throws right. that away. Damn, it's still a ways off. So they're just doing this uh, as a, a proof of concept in labs. But hmm. I, if they were to get this out soon, I can't wait to go to Instagram and see the young lady who's like, "Come uh, with me as I try Austin's hottest new meat rice meat rice truck." I tried the new meat rice. It was only $12.50 for one bite. Uh, she gets weird looks, but I'll say, I go to a place that does boba tea, uh, and they do a meat rice. 
I'm the I swear I'm the only person that orders food at this place. It's all for their teas and their drinks and, and stuff. It's Coco's Cafe over by the Dinho Barbecue huh. on uh, on Olin. Mm. But it's so they have the sticky rice and it's like this jerky meat and this like slime that's just soaked in it. And it's sauce. So, I think I'm right. Pre- no, it's slime. Uh-oh. And I'm pretty sure I'm eating what exactly what I'm eating something grown in a lab. But it is so damn delicious and addicting. It's like they took rice from the bottom of the trash can where all the grease and slime soaked. And then you know that beef jerky that used to look like snuff? It's real, like, fine. Yeah. And you, you'd buy it at, like, Bonanza. Yeah, you that mean grocery store. They dump it on there, and it's, ah, oh, god damn, it's so good. Mm. Anyhow, I'm all for the future. Move over, Angry Birds. Another mobile game might be getting its own series. The internet has never been so easy. The internet. Uh, gentlemen, we've all doom-scrolled on the internet long enough to see that there are a lot of those really crappy-looking games yep. that have, like, the little people moving around, and they have a story, and then you'll read the comments, or you'll see the community notes, and it's like, this is not actually how right. the game is played. It's false advertising. Uh, one of those games is called Merge Mansion. And it involves a, essentially you're just taking two items that match and touching them. That was the whole game. But the game, in the advertising, not the game itself, in the right. advertising, they built up a story of a woman ah, who... I've seen these. Yes. I know exactly where you're headed and I'm excited. A woman gets dumped and it's <laughs> she moves in with her grandmother. Yes. And then the grandmother has a bunch of mysteries and it became so popular. It became an well, internet joke within itself. There's like murder mystery elements kind of maybe, but there's also some weird uh, undertones of sexuality. CIA involved, like all it's this stuff. Like, People love it because of the stupid ads, and it's just like... But essentially, the game is just a Candy Crush kind of (laughs) thing. Yes, it's It's Candy Crush at first, but now they've started retconning the game to bring in more of the grandmother's story, and they're adding (laughs) in this Candy Crush game, they're adding cutscenes where it has dialogue and more (laughs) things. So they're going back and adding it, and now, I don't know if you've seen this recently, but uh, Pedro Pascal, the hottest actor, is now doing commercials for them. (laughs) Honestly, I don't even know where to start. On the surface, you've got this perfectly normal family. A young girl, her grandmother. You know, this is apple pie America. When I first heard this story, I was like, there's no way. Every family has secrets. It's like everybody is hiding something. Dude, this is... Nope. This is just the one-minute commercial. Those actual actors. They used to be CG generated or whatever. Actual but yeah. actors, and now there's talk of even making it into a series or a freaking movie, <laughs> all because <laughs> of this. This is uh, this, this is, is a, this is what I would call an elevated meme, where it, it goes beyond what it initially started as, and now it's turning into a thing, a bigger product, yeah. and becoming part of maybe almost you know the mainstream. You know, it's going yeah. wild. Um, it's it's good to see one of these. I mean, the sad thing is, is now every game's going to try to do this, but yeah. it's just hilarious that one of these crappy games that take your money and take your time from you, like you said, essentially, what was it, Bejeweled, where you yeah. match two of the same yeah. group, but that that has now turned into not only having a, because I'm pretty sure all these companies are 
dishing out the same games oh, and running instant. It's the, the same place, but, but people that own Candy Crush are trying to copyright the word candy or crush sure. or something. They're all aols. F them. But, but it's all but, probably, it's all probably like one Taiwanese company or something yeah, like but that. But this is also genius. When we think gamer, our brain tends to think of somewhere between a fifteen and twenty three year old male. Or and yeah, but what slob, we know from maybe. the actual numbers is it's the biggest group of gamers are sort of like twenty three to forty five year old women. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and mobile games. You don't think of mobile games, but yeah, there's a whole South Park episode of how addicting and manipulative the mobile games are. And when you think of Pedro Pascal and games, you think of The Last of Us. Right. And, and real, like, <laughs> hardcore gamers, you don't think of uh, Merge Mansion. I wonder if he plays or something, you know? Or, like, his, his, maybe, I don't know if he has kids or anything. Well, it's but... just insane they had enough money to produce essentially a movie trailer <laughs> with a mansion and all this stuff and oh, him in a film dude, noir. They're raking in the dough, these mobile games, the predatory sort of stuff that I hate. Uh, a lot of their the psychology behind it and how they, right. they lure in kids and, and young people and elders or whatever alike. Just and then you have to buy trick power them into gambling. Yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen the commercials for Raid Shadow Legends. They're one of the biggest ones out there. But it's like, uh, I, yeah, <laughs> I love I We should them. do I, an entire episode, an entire segment <laughs> series with just you, Spencer, on how mad you get when games manipulate money out of people's pockets. They're ruining the industry. I've never seen anyone get angrier than Spencer. It, it's a I almost thought he was going to go to Cabela's and he was going to buy a bunch of machetes no. and go after like game producers because he was so no. mad about this one I, I company. I mean, I would be too, but do y'all remember the the quasi-viral, it was a local story of a woman who thought her kid was dealing drugs because he was having all this money and stuff, but he was selling <laughs> shells. Selling coins or something? No, no, he, the- was, he was selling, like, shells of something for, like, Halo. I don't know, for some video right. game, basically, like... Uh, Outfits and right. equipment oh, so you can put on your gun. He was like probably grinding and unlocking them, but then selling yes, and them, then to selling other people. them to other people. And he was making all this money. And he the mom, it. he, he bought it. like a new laptop and new yeah. shoes. And the mom's like, "Oh no, my twelve-year-old's dealing drugs." And then finds out, <laughs> "No, man, nah. he's he's hustling. He's dude. hustling on the game." The CJ Morgan Show, learning brand new things daily, including manners, responsibility, accountability, how to file taxes, how to behave in public, how to apologize. One hundred and one X.